You are listening to Wellness for Life podcast with me, your host, Belinda Johnson, a.k.a. Coach Beljo on social media platforms. This podcast is dedicated to inspire you to take charge of your health as you hear the stories of everyday people like you and me who are able to transform their health through consistent yet simple lifestyle modifications. As you listen to their stories, I hope you are inspired to start or even restart your own health journey. It's never too late. Start small, start today. As we dive into today's episode, ask yourself, what is the one thing I can do today that can bring me a step closer to experiencing better health? Let's dive in. And so today for our first guest, we have um, Kirby. Kirby is a dean um, at uh, one of the uh, local charter schools in this area. And so he's here to talk to us about his journey. So thank you and welcome Kirby to this show. Thank you for having me. Awesome. So let's get right into it. Um, Cause I know we were kind of talking beforehand and we were, mm-hmm. I was like, oh my goodness, I probably should start hitting record before <laughs> I lose all the initial gems. So tell us a little bit about, um, just a little bit about yourself. And then after that, we'll get into the health um, portion. Mm, a little bit about myself. Um, I'm a regular <laughs> guy. Um, like we said before, I'm a dean of students at a local charter school. Um, I'm a dad. I have an eight-year-old son. My everything, um, purpose of my life. Um, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Just a regular guy okay. trying to make it through life like everyone else. There you go. Okay, that's that's good. We'll 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 take that. Thank you very much for sharing. All right. So okay. tell us, when did this um health journey start for you? Uh, so like so the health journey was truthfully an overall journey. So okay. For, for me, what happened was um in. 2017, 2017, I was working in, so I've been in sales my whole entire life. Uh, well, for over 15 years, I was working for monster.com at that time in 2017. Um, in the beginning of 2017, the job that I loved and everything for four years, I was an all-star there. We got bought up by another company and literally 40, 75% of the company got laid off. Mm. Uh, and I was just part of that big sweep. So. I got laid off of sales, and at that time, I was really already starting to question sales. Sales, sales is a great position, a great, um, a great career, but it's stressful and it's just tiring and it's nonstop. So at that point, with that layoff, I was I was questioning sales, but I was too afraid to leave. Mm. And so I got another job with uh, another company, Unitrends, um, which is a software sales company. Um, and once again, went through the whole sales cycle and was part of another acquisition and I think it was middle of 2018, I got let go of that job. So it was two major back-to-back layoffs at that time. So after the second layoff, I remember I was actually sitting there like, I remember I got laid off. First thing that hit me is like, what the heck am I gonna do? Mm. And then the second thing that hit me is like, you know what, maybe this is time to make a jump into what I wanna do. So after I got laid off from that job, uh, the second job, um, I was sitting there kind of figuring out that same day I got laid off. I went, I was figuring out what I was going to do. And I went over to my sister's house and I just talked. I was like, yo, I just got laid off. Uh, I have no clue what I can, what I should do. And she's like, why don't you travel? I was like, I just got laid off. I can't travel. <laughs> like, no, like get out of here, go travel. She's thinking something like, like Florida or like California. I started researching and I found a trip to Thailand and I, literally jumped off the day I got the day I got let go 
The next day, I bought a ticket, a uh, one-way ticket to Thailand uh, for three weeks, and had that to figure out crazy. what I was going to do for three. Yeah, three. I bought my ticket. I found a one-way ticket to Thailand. That next day, I got laid off, um, and had to figure out how to get to Thailand in like about a month. So. Um, I went through that whole process, which was a whole process. There was a whole bunch of fear and things that came along with that whole thing. But I did my trip to Thailand. It was the most wonderful. It was a solo trip, though. I just went by myself. I literally planned my first three days, and then I winged it for three weeks. Um, mm -hmm. I met people. I ended up places I never thought I was going to end up. But it was the most beautiful, most amazing, most eye-opening trip. So that was kind of the beginning of my transformation. So I, I got laid off. Went off on went off on fear. Just did this beautiful Thailand trip. Came back ready to conquer the world, and I sat, and I couldn't find a job, <laughs> and I money was running out. Was mm -hmm. going through my savings, and just it was getting tough. Mm -hmm. And so that that Thailand trip was probably like the spring, probably beginning of summer. Now we're now we're at November, December, the holidays, and I am it is tough. Like I am just living a tough life. Like I thought it was gonna be all cookies and roses. I'm gonna leave sales and you know what I mean, find something I love to do and live with a passion. And that passion didn't get me nowhere. <laughs> I was just on the couch looking for jobs, applying for jobs, collecting unemployment. Unemployment ran out. Like it it got really stressful. So I got to a point at the end, it was the end, I remember it was the end of 2018 into 2019. I was done. I was just personally depressed. I felt like a failure. I lost, I got laid off from both the jobs. I thought I was going to do something great and did it. I started, I started a t-shirt coming inside, but they flopped or I didn't push as much. So I was just really, really down. And I remember I was just, I was just depressed and down. I was, I was and, and speaking about my weight and my weightless journey. So I was always a big guy. My whole entire life, I was always a big guy, never fat. Everybody called me a football player. I was just a 280, 280-pound, 280 290-pound guy. Um, just always work out, played football. Um, used to always work out. So I knew how to work out. But once again, I'm not playing sports. I'm eating. I'm a Haitian. So rice is part of everything we eat. And <laughs> <laughs> so, so, exactly. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So, so just I was just in the space. I remember I was just depressed about work. I was depressed about life. I was in a dark place. My health wasn't good. And I remember like up to that time. So even before then, like in the summer, a guy that I used to work with at one of my old jobs, he was he was a couple years older than me, like three years older than me. Another big dude used to call us big guys together. You know what I mean? Another big dude used to be a former athlete, um, and just I never thought of him as fat. Fat. I just thought of him as a big dude. That that he died of stress, and he died of stress and high. He died of just pretty much. I think it was a heart attack. Actually, yeah, like he stroke, died heart, heart attack. attack. Exactly. So okay. it was stress, a stroke, a heart attack. And I remember when that happened, that hit me. That hit me like, wow, like this guy died. He was just sat right across from me. I never thought he was unhealthy. Like he was just a big guy like me. And that sat in the back of my mind. And at that time, when I finally got to that place at the end of the year, I was sitting, I remember I was just, I didn't even think I was overweight, but I knew I was having health issues and I hate the doctors. So I was sitting on my couch, I would feel my heart palpitate and I'm just like, whoa, what's going on? And then my blood pressure was crazy, like crazy, crazy. I would go to my mom's house, and she's like, you should actually go to the doctor. She would try to like cut me up. She's like, yo, you need to take, but you need to go see the doctor so you can get checked out. But I just never took it seriously. And I remember that week, it was in between Christmas and New Year's in December 2018. I was just fed up with everything. I was fed up with, I was fed up with the way I was living. I was fed up with 
uh, my situation with work. I was fed up with my situation with money. And then at that time, I just started listening. I started reading, actually, Think and Grow, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. And then I just, I remember it was the first chapter. I just was sitting on my bookshelf and I just looked over to that time while I was sitting at my, my counter just depressed. And I looked at that book and I just hooked up the book. And I was like, let me just read the first page. I ended up reading the first chapter. And I got so much from that first chapter. And right after I read that, I just randomly went to YouTube and I saw a, a Will Smith video. Um, and the Will Smith in video, it was something in short, pretty much like change doesn't happen until you make a decision. And I remember that that right there, that change doesn't happen until you make a decision. That just kept on. I was sitting at my counter and it just changes to happen until you make a decision. Changes to happen until you make a decision. Changes to happen until you make a decision. And I remember that night, I wrote out everything I wanted to change. So I wanted to, I was like, this is what I want. I want to change. I wrote four things. I remember I wrote, I wanted to change my health. I wanted to, um, I wanted to change my health. Uh, I wanted to uh, change my money. I wanted to work in a job that left me fulfilled and happy. And, um, oh, I was looking for a girl at that time too. So I was looking, I was looking for a girl. So those are four things I wrote. I wrote them down. I prayed about them. I, and then I gave them up. And I remember, remember that day I was like, I'm going to make a change. And I didn't even know what that was. I just knew, I just, I just said, I just decided like, I'm going to make that change. That's so dope. And then I remember around that time, I was just looking up a lot of, a lot of information was coming to me. And I say, I say chance, but honestly, it's God or the universe, whatever you, it, it was just, whatever I was looking up, it would just speak to me. So at that time I was getting into Joe Rogan and then I found out about Joe Rogan and I saw something about intermittent fasting. And that was where like, you would only restrict you from certain time to certain time. And I was like, you know what? That seems crazy. I can never, listen, I need my breakfast, lunch and dinner. There's no way I could do it. But then I started factoring it. I was like, well, I could do like, I could work. If I don't eat at midnight and don't eat till 12, I could actually manage that. So I did a 12 hour fast and I realized it wasn't that hard. And then I started kind of pushing my fast back. So that was the first step. I got into intermittent fasting. Then I started to um, just getting into at home yoga, 10 minute yoga at home on my YouTube, on TV. I don't even know how I got into yoga. I don't know how yoga thing, but I just started doing yoga. Just and trust me, listen, I, <laughs> you know, I will tell you, even now, even now, as much as I love yoga, as much as yoga has saved my life, I still feel self-conscious about being bent over and suspect in front of mad people. But like I said, I don't know why I tried it. I don't know what, but that day I tried yoga and it was just amazing. Just, just what it did, to, just the way I felt afterwards, it was amazing. And then in that process, I, I remember making this deal to myself is regard like you have to work out every day, right? Do something every day, whatever it is. Your minimum, your base minimum, whatever it is, no matter how great of a workout or what, your base minimum is at least 10 push-ups and 10 squats. That's it. So, That's so if you don't want to and if you don't want to work out, whatever, if you have a horrible day, this, that, the other, at least do a minimum of 10 push-ups and 10 sit-ups. And I remember that first week, that first week I do a little workout or first first I do the workout the first week and they'll come to like the third, fourth day, and I really wouldn't want to do a workout. I was like, oh, I'm sore, my body's you know aches, and but let me do my ten pushups and ten sit ups. Or I'd be sitting there, I'd wake up in the middle of the night, like shoot, I didn't work out, I didn't do nothing, and I feel like I cheated myself. Yeah. So I would sit, I would do my ten pushups and ten sit ups, and then what I realized is it just became, it just became the thing I did. You know what I mean? It never became 
it never became about working out. It never became about um, looking good. It never became about abs or muscles or anything. It just came about getting the bare minimum done. Like, yo, get at least whatever you do, just do your 10 and 10. That's what I would say. Yo, get your 10 and 10 today. So I would just go for my 10 and 10. And on my good days, I'd kill a workout. And on my bad days, I'd feel like I cheated myself, but at least I got my 10 and 10. So I wouldn't feel bad. And that just started a pattern. And the 10 and 10 turned to 20 and 20, turned to 30 and 30. The the workouts turned from 10-minute yogas to 20-minute yogas to hour-long yogas. The runnings turned from running right out of this cul-de-sac and walking right back because I couldn't make it to yes. running two, three, four, five, ten miles. So it just what I realized is what I realized is this: nothing matters but consistency. Mm-hmm. And that's what I started to, to focus on. I stopped focusing on what I did. I stopped focusing on how I did it. I, fr- I, stopped fo- I focused on just being consistent. Like, don't quit on yourself. Get that workout every day. Make sure you intermittent fast every day. Get that yoga in every day. And that's that's just it. That really was it. And it's funny, like, a lot of people would ask me, like, when I started, when people started to see the changes and started to see everything happening, a lot of people would ask me, like, yo, Kirby, what are you doing? What's your secret formula? What's... And honestly, like, to me, there wasn't a secret formula. It was just not quitting and not just not allowing yourself to quit, making the decision to make a change. And once you decide, just putting that energy in, in front of it. And like I said, it's just it's just been an amazing journey. Once again, I, I still go for my 10 and 10. Even, even now, I work out all the time. Some days I'm lazy. Like, I just don't want to do it. My, all right, listen, you don't want to work out? Cool. Just do your 10 and 10. And that's, and that's, that's what did it for me. So. Wow. Okay. So no, no, it was, it was good though. Like I was like hooked. I was like, Oh my goodness. Like a lot happened in those like two years. Yeah, it definitely did. <laughs> like you definitely did capture me, especially that time when you felt like at the lowest point, like oh, you, yeah. and you saw those things and they started speaking to you. Like, all right, you, you got to do something about it. Mm-hmm. It's not wishing about changing anymore. You actually have to physically get up and do something. Yeah. And so that is amazing. That is, that is truly an amazing journey. So, like, what was the easiest part of the transition in your in your journey? The easiest part? The easiest part of the transition? Um honestly, it, it's it's kind of weird to say, but the easiest part was the workouts. The workouts and everything, that was the easiest part. The hardest part was checking my mind because Mm. what happens is what happens is you start to work out you start to work out and you're like yeah i can't do this i can't do this or you start to run you'll start to run the first like quarter mile like yo i got a cramp in my side i gotta stop (laughs) no and then i remember like and once again all throughout that time i'm 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 looking i'm i'm filling in i'm feeding myself with just knowledge and information and making working out and nutrition and everything important. That's another big thing for me too, making things that you want to do important. So um, one big thing I used to do all the time, and I catch myself doing all the time. I'm about to do that or I'm going to do that. Mm. And that would kill me all the time. I'm about to, you know, I'm about to work out. Yo, I'm about to work out. I'm about to go for this month. And I, I stopped doing that and I started making it a thing. And like I said, the mindset, telling myself, I would always make up excuses of why I can't. Mm. I started making excuses of why I can. So whenever I would want to stop or whenever I would want to, to to quit a workout or quit a run or something and be, oh, I can't do this. And then I would be like, all right, so what's three reasons why you can? And I'd be like, well, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I didn't have an excuse anymore. I couldn't, I couldn't. So I, you just have to keep on going. So 
like I said, and everything, obviously the workouts were tough and everything, but the real tough part was changing my mindset and the way I thought about working out and the way that I thought about doing hard work. So. Wow. Okay, good. So I, it, you know what? Mindset is always the hardest thing. Do you still yeah. feel your mindset right now? Like since you've, you've been doing it for like two years now. Mm -hmm. So do you still struggle with mindset at from time to time? So now it's a different side of mindset. Now it's sometimes in my head, it's like, yo, you, so I lost what I lost about 80, 85 pounds altogether. Okay. So my mind is now it's like, bro, you did all the work. You look good now. Everybody's like, everybody's complimenting you and how you do. So you good now. You don't have to. So that, those, that, the other side starts to creep in. Like, oh, you don't have to work out today. Or yes. now. Like you have, exactly. Like you worked out three days. You deserve some pizza. You're good, bro. Like those are the, that's the mindset that you have to fight. So that is so it's time, man. It's just it's just fighting you, and and yeah, that's what it was for me. So now, what happens when those when those thoughts start creeping in? Like, what do you do? Like, what do you tell yourself? So what what what's like? It's it's the same battle that I have, yo. When I had when I have those thoughts and I realize them, I'm like, all right. So here's why you can't have it. Give three reasons why you can't. Like, why should you do that? Or I come to like. Bro, you put a lot of work in. Like, you don't want to reverse. You don't want to. You don't want to go back. And that's a big thing for me. Like, I realize how much work I put in. I realize how much, how much I made a change. Like, I have never. I have always, my whole entire life, have always been a big guy. I have never pictured being. I it, honestly, even in college, when I went to college at Andrews, I was. I think my freshman year, I was two thirty, and that was how many years. Like, I was always a big guy. And now I'm right now I'm sitting at 220, 215. Like I have never been this small ever in my life. And um I don't want to give that up. Like I really don't want to give it up. I've worked too hard. I worked too long. Like I put in blood, sweat, and tears. And once again, it wasn't necessarily for a body. That that's what made it big for me. It was never for a body. It was just to myself. It was just keeping true to myself. So Absolutely. So, did yeah. you ever end up seeing a doctor like your mom suggested, or did you just like screw it? I'm just oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw. Yeah, definitely saw a doctor. They, they had me on all type of blood pressure medicine. I was a diabetic, so I was pre-diabetic. So I had all. They were, I had me on metformin actually to try to get my to get my sugar down. Um, like yeah, so I I was I I had it all. But once again, even when I was there with the doctors, I wouldn't listen. I was. I thought I was invincible, you know what I mean? I'm a guy, so. so now now that you've done all this this work, are you still mm -hmm. taking those medications? No, no, no. I'm off of everything. I don't I don't deal with medicine. I eat healthy, I still fast. Um I try not to eat junk. I try to stay away from the rice, the breads, um, the carbs, and just just you know what I mean, just fast, eat clean, drink as much water. Yeah, that's the end. That has that has reversed almost every, absolutely everything. Everything has calmed down. All the medicine I used to be on gone down. Doctors are like, I remember when I was losing weight. When, that's the next thing. When I was losing weight, everybody thought I was sick. Like, yo, what's going on? Why are you losing so much weight? You're dropping so right? much weight. <laughs> so what's going on? But I knew the work was I, that I was doing, so I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have to worry about them. But yeah, um, yeah, I've been. That's I've been Wow, that's awesome. So tell us a little bit a little bit about the eating. So you said you were eating healthy now um and I, you mentioned that you were, you were eating junk and all that mm -hmm. stuff. So now with the intermittent fasting, mm -hmm. what, what type of foods are you eating? Like so, and 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 also like what is your stretch? Your um you know like some people there's like different stretches. Yeah. So like tell us a little bit about that. So for intermittent fasting, so the way I dealt with intermittent fasting is this. I love bread. I love rice. I love all that stuff. Like I love and juice was my bad one. So rice, bread, 
rice bread, pasta, and juice. Like I would literally go. I remember I used to buy go to I used to go to Walmart or Market Basket and uh, get seven cartons of juice so I could drink a carton each day. Like I drink a carton of juice. Like, the wow. minute, exactly. That's how I used to drink juice. So every week I go to the supermarket, seven cartons of juice, whatever is Minimaid or whatever the juice is, like, Tampico, whatever it was at the time. Oh my God. And those are like seven the worst those. juices ever. I, not trust me. Juice. Well, now I know. Exactly. <laughs> so so seven, of, seven of those kill every single day. So what for me, what I had to do is I had to trick myself. So when I came off of, when I started intermittent fasting and started figuring out how to, how to eat, I mean, how to eat and how to eat better and things. So I would trick myself. I love juice, so I couldn't drink juice. So what I found, what worked for me was uh, flavored seltzer water. And so flavored seltzer water worked for me because I like guzzling. So I'm not a sipper. I don't like, I guzzle juice. So I'd get a bunch of seltzer, flavored seltzer water and I would guzzle that instead of guzzling juice. And it wasn't as good, but the flavor and the fizz kind of tricked my mind into thinking it was soda. So I would just guzzle flavor. So that's how I got over my juice and stuff like that. For the intermittent fasting, it was just, at first it was just 12 hours and then it got to 16 to 18 hours. So it was just working out what I told myself in that time period when it's time to eat. Um, when it's time to eat, first off, I would pre-set up my meals. So before, I'd set up my lunch, I'd set up my dinner the day before. So there wasn't any excuse because half the time it's like, yo, what am I going to eat? Uh, let, me get some, let me get a steak and cheese. Yep. Let me get McDonald's because you have so... I started planning out my meals, got my breakfast and got my lunch. And I made it simple. I made everything simple. What got me through, I made wraps. I made, uh, I used these flaxseed wraps. I put some chicken. I put some lettuce. I put some a dressing. And that's literally two, three of those. I'm straight. And I could have buffalo chicken one day. I could have barbecue the other day. And it's, it's not, it's not, that, there's not extra stuff. It was really good. So that and that was big for me. Um, started eating a lot more vegetables and fruits. Um, so just instead of like a lot of the pastries and like cakes and cupcakes and stuff like that, a lot of fruits and vegetables, um, and I would smoothie them. So I wouldn't juice them. I got a ninja bullet. So I would throw all my vegetables and everything, my carrots, kale, apples, throw it in the thing and drink it as a smoothie every day. Still to this day, I do that almost every day. Um, and the biggest thing for me was the biggest thing that got me over is going out to eat. So what I decided to do when I when I went out to eat is I would look I would look for the healthiest thing that I could stand. So any restaurant I would go to, I just looked like, all right, here's what's the options. Let me look for the healthiest thing that I would like. So maybe it's maybe instead of a hamburger with French fries, it'd be a hamburger and a salad, or you know what I mean. Instead of instead of uh, what you call it, uh, potatoes on the side, I'll do broccoli. So that's kind of how I did it. And, once I started like tailoring that, more places I go, I got, I went to my go tos, and yeah, the, that's how I kind of got with eating. So oh, just focusing, wow. yeah, focusing on what I liked, what I could get away with, yep. and the healthiest stuff that I could stand. And, right, yeah. right. So with your fasting, do you eat one meal a day, or do you have like two, or how many you have? So, day? so now what I do is what I do. I go between two and one meal a day. So okay. um, I usually have my first meal around two o'clock. Um, I have my first meal around two o'clock, sometimes between the pool and the Y, like I get busy and maybe I don't eat that. Maybe if I don't eat till, till three or four, I'll just kind of wait till I get home and I eat. So I eat between one and two meals. And I, even my first meal is usually a salad with some chicken or something like that. And then my last meal is something usually heavier. Um, but it's still like, it's still probably like a meat and a broccoli or, a or vegetable. uh, vegetables or something okay. like that. 
All right. So now earlier you mentioned that you had a help an eight year old son. So now Yo, yeah. how, do you, how do you incorporate these changes um with him or do you? Oh no, definitely. definitely. Okay. So how and, do you, and you know what? that was that was that was uh that was a, a thing for me too because what I realized is I was getting healthy. I was getting healthy, but I'd feed him the trash. You know what I mean? So I was getting, I was eating better, but I'd get him waffles. I'd be eating better, but he'd have uh, what you call it, toaster strudels and all this garbage stuff. So what I started doing is changing the way that he eats. Like, all right, babe, let's do it together. Let's do oatmeal in the morning. I don't eat in the morning, but let me cook you oatmeal. Um, what we do, what we do now every morning, um, we do our morning workout. So me and him in the morning, we go through. We got. And there's every what I realized another thing YouTube has everything you need. That's another big thing as well. YouTube as a resource, like everybody, and even me, I grew up in the gym, I grew up working out, lifting for football and stuff like that. You think you have to go to a gym to work out, or you have to go to you need weights, or you need you don't need anything. Literally, everything is on YouTube. So, what we do now, we have these 10 20 minute kid hit videos, and we do them together in the morning or in the afternoon when we get back from school. Um, yeah, we do these kids, the, these hit videos and we do it together and we make it a thing. I got a, a, a smartwatch, a little smartwatch and oh, we challenge true. each other. So babe, how many steps did you got? All right. I'm at 25. So, Daddy, I'm at 22. So like we, we challenge each other. So, so yeah, like it's just making, making, involving him in what I do and making it fun for him. So that is awesome. I'm not, I'm loving how, you know, you guys do the workouts together. How was, oh, yeah, yeah. how was he when you were transitioning into the healthier eating? Did you face any, you know, push at first, or was it just like, um, okay. uh, no? Obviously, no. I don't like this. <laughs> obviously, a waffle with syrup is way better than oatmeal and fruit. But you exactly know, what I mean? right? You know what I mean? <laughs> As a Haitian kid, they learn how to adapt really quick. So, yeah, there it was a no major, no major issues. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So like, what are your next big goals? Do you have any like health goals? Or are you just kind of like, you know what? I'm just writing this out and just maintaining. Uh, my goal, like I said, my goal, my number one goal, my, my only goal is to stay consistent. That's literally, I focus on being consistent. When I realize being consistent, everything else will fall into place. Everything else will fall into place. Just consistent. Just work out, do what you got to do. My personal goal, um, I was hoping to, well, I, last year I was hoping to play, to run a, a marathon, but with COVID and everything. Yeah, kind of, kind of screwed things up. And and same thing with you this year. But my goal is is to run a marathon, a half marathon at first, and then a full marathon. Once again, I was a guy that never ran. I never ran for nothing. Even running now still blows my mind because hated every single aspect of running. Wow. And the fact that I can run now is like is mind blowing. So I just want to put a marathon under my belt just to, you know what I mean? Just as one of those things. Like, exactly. Just to yeah. say I did just for myself, just because I was so against running my whole entire life. So. Oh my goodness. Wow. That's awesome. And and yeah. you know what? You definitely will. I, I can say hopefully, hopefully COVID just I know. stays left for like now. But yeah, that's awesome. I, I'll be rooting for you. I definitely would <laughs> like to know if, when you actually do, I'm not gonna say. I'm saying when you actually. No, no, do it. Yeah, when it will, happen. it definitely will happen. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so the last question: What would you like to say to any guy, especially the gentlemen out there who mm -hmm. are struggling or who may have been, at the, especially now with COVID and everything mm -hmm. going on, and people are affected in different ways. And yeah, so, yeah. what would you say to these guys out here who probably, especially during this time, they're feeling kind of low and things are not going on, and mm -hmm. you know, they're maybe considering, maybe not, but they need like a change. What would you say to that? Guy. Um, what works for me is the decision to change and making a real decision to change and actually understanding like 
Change is not easy. It's not fun. It's not a walk in the park. It is hard, but it can be done. And that was the biggest thing for me. Like a lot of these things I thought could not be like, couldn't happen. Like I never thought I could get under 230. I never thought like I'd be the guy that people would look at at the gym like, whoa, that guy's like, I, n- I never thought that. Would, I never thought that would be. So making the decision and actually understanding like it can happen, whether you believe, just believe that it could happen and you will make it happen. Honestly, make it important. Whatever you make important will become important. So just make that thing important. So that is dope. Thank you so much. Oh my well, no goodness. Our time together was so amazing. I loved it. I was like hooked in your, your story. Oh, uh, I'm happy. It was it was dope. Thank you so much for your oh, time no problem. and um and sharing your journey with us. Um and, and also letting us know how you and your little your son is doing with that. That's kind of cool too. That's true. You guys doing it together in the smartwatch and all that. So that's really nice. Um but anyways, guys, like you hear it. You change if you want to change. We you have to be the one to actually go through the motions and actually do it. It's not gonna happen by happenstance, you know what I mean? But we definitely have to put in the work and the effort in it. So I do hope that you guys got all the information and the gems and the inspiration, the motivation you needed to start off um your health journey because that's the goal here. We don't want to just keep hearing about these awesome stories and then just keep living life as usual. We definitely want to hear these stories and use them as fuel for us to start our own. So I definitely hope that this has inspired you to start your own. Thank you so much for tuning in to my channel. Thank you for listening and please subscribe. Please share with your friends and family members and all those who you think will benefit from this um from the story and I hope to have you on this um platform one day to share your story. So thank you once again have a wonderful wonderful day that concludes today's episode please share subscribe and leave a review let me know what really resonated with you and while you're there visit my website www.wellnessforlifemovement.com sign up for my weekly newsletter so you can stay up to date with all the latest content and listen health and wellness is a journey a lifelong journey at that. So embrace the process. Till next time, see ya.